I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about tattoos, the history of them, whether they get worse as you age, and whether they actually impact your health. But first, we're going to be talking about tobacco companies, are they evil, spoiler alert, yes, as well as population sizes. Size. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I Imagine tobacco companies weren't. They were like NGOs. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, wow, breaking news, tobacco companies leading the world's efforts of good. So last week we talked about ketamine, which yeah. is, um, yeah. I'm I'll scared why you're bringing it up. <laughs> a gay drug. Well, we went and saw this movie oh, about yeah. gay people. It's called Rotting in the Sun. Um, they and they just did ketamine lot. the whole time. Yeah, like, so, and they made a lot of jokes about like, every gay man does ketamine. <laughs> and it was sort of like, okay, weird. And there was this moment where the like lead character takes a bunch of ketamine and they kind of like show it sort of from the perspective of the character, like the f- screen goes all like mm-hmm. wishy-washy. And it just made me be like, it's sad. Like it was like doing, it, it seemed sad. <laughs> like, I just feel like we were talking about the benefits of ketamine right. for antidepressive medical therapeutic treatments and seeing this movie where there's just like a bunch of gay men abusing this drug. I was kind of yeah. like, and Whoa. like, like <laughs> n- this is, I mean, it's great. I like the movie a lot. You go see it. Maybe this is a bit of a spoiler alert, but the main character is like depressed. This is like the premise from the beginning and does a lot of ketamine. It's obviously not helping him. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> like, yeah. And, and it's sort of like, yeah, it's like we were talking about being depressed, doing ketamine and then like maybe with your doctor and therapy. Yeah. like there was just a part of me while watching it that was like, did we not talk enough about how this is clearly a drug that people use to and escape abuse. reality and abuse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we still did talk about that. It was just like, okay, we did a video about ketamine. Now I'm watching this gay movie and they're just actually doing ketamine <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it was just a little bit. Ugh. I thought it was a seven out of 10. Didn't they go? I thought I wished it was deeper. Whereas you thought it was eight out of 10. Yeah. Maybe you got bumped up to eight and a half. Wow. After my sleep. Wow. Mine was staying low. I wish it had Seven's more to not say. Low. It's just average. Yeah. Sorry. Actually, it's weird that seven's average when like five is average. I guess we're perfectionists <laughs> over here. <laughs> oh, that is a funny thing I realized recently. I heard in a podcast talking about how like we all want to be above average, but like obviously statistically speaking, we cannot. Yeah. Isn't 
that we're like constantly comparing ourselves to be better than the average person in basically everything we do, which is why it's so easy to feel inadequate when you're like, always want to be better. Is everyone doing that or are we just doing that because we're psycho? uh, I think it depends on your field and your work, but I think most people, when you put time and effort into something, you're like, I want to be good at it. I don't want to just be like a five out of 10 if every day I do that. Cause that's a 50%. That's yeah, almost, almost a fail. fail. <laughs> but yeah, it does feel like, I feel like all we've done all week is listen to self help podcasts. And there's so much about that vibe of comparing yourself to others. And it is true. Like you can't be above average in anything. And okay. I mean, you can be, it's just like half. Of I can't. Are below. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I certainly can. <laughs> Gregory average Brown. That's yeah, my name. Oh my God. Oh, the time is 314. 3.14159. Oh, I was like, it's, does that mean I can smoke weed? It's, That's, it's like, I'm only a curious about 420, my friend. Okay, let's get into it. Oh, what did we learn this week? Okay. I know I led with the spoiler tobacco companies are evil, <laughs> but I learned something new about them within a study that came out. It's a new study, but it was looking at tobacco companies between 1980 and 2001. And what I didn't realize is a lot of the big tobacco companies own food brands. Yeah, like Kraft. Yeah, Kraft, Oreos, Miracle Whip, Oscar Mayer. Like a lot of these brands that you may not realize are technically owned by cigarette companies or they conglomerated with another food brand to work together. (laughs) So this study was trying to evaluate whether foods that are produced by these tobacco companies are more likely to be like bad for you. And they have a phrase called highly palatable foods. These are foods that are like really high in fat, really high in sugar, and ultimately like make you want to eat more. Okay, it's giving cigarette company the boots yes. house down. And so, what do you know? The companies that were figuring out how cigarettes, like manipulated cigarettes to make you addicted and have as many as possible, oh. were using the same psychological principles on their food companies. And um, because of this, those Ugh. practices have become dominant in the U.S. where so many food companies, because it's a profitable thing to make you eat something that you think, I'll have one cookie and then you have ten. Because it's like... Chips ahoy! Yeah, or just chips in general, you know? Um, So they said 80% of products by tobacco companies are more likely to be classified as high carb and sodium. And 29% were more likely to be high fat and sodium. Um, So they selectively disseminated hyperpalatable foods into the U.S. food system. They're evil. But Oreos are vegan. (laughs) But okay, that's so true about Kraft peanut butter, the icing sugar kind that we have. It's so good. Okay. When I give it to my when I give it to our dog, his lips quiver like he's addicted to meth. Like we are a part of it. Okay, something I guess it's like what's in there that makes it so much worse than the organic peanut. You have to talk to Philip Morris himself, the tobacco company that owns Kraft. They've obviously figured something out. Maybe it's nicotine. Now we're just a lying. <laughs> now we're just a lying Joe Rogan podcast of exaggeration. No, because sometimes I look at the ingredients and I'm like, I guess there's probably just like palm oil or something in there. Yeah. Obviously, Are you kidding? There's probably a gallon per one when, gallon. But you know what's tricksy when Mattel? you look. No. <laughs> when you look at the, at least in Canada, at the. Um, calorie information or the nutritional information on like a regular peanut butter or organic, that's just peanuts. 
and that, they read like the same. It'll be like per tablespoon, 160 calories. We're doing an this episode much on this. Fat, <laughs> I'm this writing much it protein. down. So I'm like, it is crazy to me that are the what is different? In we this need to investigative journalist this. Are you kidding? Peanut it's, butter. It's Philip Morris. We're putting down peanut butter. We're doing an episode on peanut butter because you're right. If there's not information. There's, I'm there, sure in the ingredient list, there's more because on an organic it says just peanuts or whatever. There's obviously more in it, but it's not manifesting in the nutrition. And then I get scared that they have sneaky ways to like avoid. They must. We're doing an episode because the craft peanut butter is delicious. Like one I of my favorite it. things in the world on toast. It's Me like too. it's better than like a Michelin star restaurant. Whereas <laughs> if I get peanut butter that's healthy, you're like I'm going to choke like, to death. Ow, this is dangerously bad. Yeah, I so. have to drink water when I have regular peanut butter. By regular I mean organic because I'm like it's stuck in my and throat. <laughs> there's disgusting oil on top and there's not it's just like you can't <laughs> trick yourself into thinking that this cigarette same. company has not figured out. Also, there's a guy in my high school named Philip Morris. And oh. I was like, that's awkward. Because my parents <laughs> hated the company Philip Morris growing up. They'd always, and my, I knew that because my dad would always be like, they don't know craft in the house. Oh, really? Sometimes I see craft peanut butter at your parents' house. Well, you should probably be like, where were your 90s values now? <laughs> I think in the 90s, like Philip Morris was the equivalent of like billionaires now. Like Fair. We, everyone hated cigarette companies. Yeah. And then also... It is interesting if my parents do have craft because we were always whatever, like everything was a quality brand, which oh. is like the knockoff of what? Like, isn't that I Walmart? I think it was like Dominion. Oh, okay. Or like, <laughs> some might say Metro. Metro. Okay. Like we always would have equality brand. Yeah, your everything. parents are probably listening. I don't. I don't know. For, I don't want to get in trouble for saying there's craft. No, there's craft. Like one time I've no, seen there's it. craft, <laughs> and I'm gonna question them. Be like, did you forget that a cigarette company owned craft? Uh, um, okay, so I'm doing a video about population size, and maybe we'll do a podcast on it because it's fascinating. But this was about how like you mean a, like of the globe uh, the. Video is going to be about the globe because you might have heard this, but the population of Earth is likely going to start decreasing soon. Okay. Which I think is interesting because a lot of people talk about overpopulation and things like that. Yeah. And I think it's a staple in our life that it's just po the population goes up and up. Yeah. yeah but like yeah. there is a lot of research coming in saying that's probably not the case for better or for worse. Okay. Um, but they were saying how like in Afghanistan, the last public census of the population was in 1979 and the Whoa. Democratic... Democratic Republic of Congo is 1984. Like these governments, like they actually don't know how many people are in these countries. Like they don't, or they don't at least share that information publicly. No, they probably don't, don't know. know. And then the governments in the areas assume a linear annual increase to mm. estimate their current numbers, okay. but there's not an actual like accurate way like of knowing. Census. And I was like, whoa, because we yeah. are just like so privileged. We live in like Canada where there's so, like, we have birth certificates, death certificates. We don't have like, political yeah. or governmental like issues so it's very it's quite easy for i mean people. like the same kinds of issues i guess obviously we have issues sorry we don't have issues that like stop the ability for the government to understand how many people okay. live in a country and i don't think that it would cross our minds that that was an option mm -hmm. so what they're thinking you could do is trace mobile phone traffic hmm. and study phone Over towers now like just start going into countries where they haven't had the census so it's just like truly now they have hmm. figured out like algorithms like wait we because it is kind of like everyone has a cell yeah phone, and there probably is like an estimate on how many people exactly don't. it would be better than just assuming the population grew it's the linear. same every yeah. yeah and then they said that they did it in haiti after the um 
earthquake, like, yeah. like I think it was a Japanese company, used the technology and found that Port-au-Prince, the city decreased by one third oh in gosh. the three weeks following the earthquake. So they're like based on cell phone data. Yeah. So they've used cell phone data to understand population change in like crises, crises. Oh. What is that? I is it crises? Crises. <laughs> That's one of those moments where if I was learning English, I'd be like, flip my table and be like, <laughs> no. Crises. But now they're like, I'm sort of like, um, that's a really smart way. Like, let's yeah. do that. It was, the study was just sort of mentioning this is an option for these countries. And I was mm-hmm. kind of like, that would be smart. Because I, I think it is important to know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Because I think more information. We'll do a podcast on it. It's really cool. Also, there's like a really interesting like social divide, I realized, between the concept of population plateauing and declining. So people like Elon Musk and more right-wing people are like, it's the fall. Like, like his new thing is that the biggest issue of our time is not climate change. It's population decrease of the future. Oh, weird. Cause I could have sworn like five years ago, they were all like overpopulation is going to be the biggest problem. Yeah. So that I don't know. I yeah. No, that's not like I heard the that case now. There was this guy in the, so we're sort of getting into that now, but we will move on to tattoos. But there was this famous um, person in the sixties or seventies that was like pop science crazy at the time about overpopulation like by this time Mm. where we're living in we will all be starving and screwed and Mm. then there was genetic modification of crops and like everything changed and now he kind of is back being like depopulate like you know like you know i I think growing up we've always heard this overpopulation thing now the narrative has switched because of economics people think like what is and there's happen. some major like birth declines and stuff like in terms of like countries that have like aging populations that oh are, yeah that, like, that's a serious issue that will all be part of the episode mm-hmm. but then there's this other argument from people who more share a worldview of ours about how we need to no longer have economics be rooted in like eg- not existential that's the wrong word exponential growth mm. and that the UN does predict that maybe the population will stabilize hmm. and that this could be a really important way that we live in harmony with the earth. Well, as long as find the economics balance. is the only thing that's making someone like Elon Musk freak out. But a lot of people are like, in order for the climate crisis to be solved, we need to figure out new ways of the concept of growth economically that doesn't mm-hmm. involve just like an exponential consumption and, of resources. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like, Oh my God, like, there are a lot of scientists now coming out saying population stability and decline is actually could be the savior of the future. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And that's obviously how I'm going to end the video and probably get ripped to shreds on YouTube because everyone's, <laughs> everyone's right wing. And like, it's going to be so funny. Like I just know what happens when you have like a more personal left wing opinion on YouTube. And it's so funny. They're going to watch the beginning and be like, yeah, yeah. Population decline. And at the end when I start, they're going to be like, this faggot said what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to have to sit there and be like, okay, (laughs) hopefully like someone out there is agrees with me. Okay. Break time. Yeah. Let's talk about tattoos of which I have two. Mitch has none. Loser. I have a a little study about what that might mean. Yeah. Do you know the FDA doesn't even approve tattoos? Okay. (laughs) Spoiler. Comparte nuestro podcast con tus amigos. Okay.
<laughs> that means share our podcast with your friends in Spanish, I hope, based on what I have learned from Babbel. So learn to speak like a local with Babbel because with Babbel, you can start speaking a new language in just three weeks instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are a little more than just games. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And there's a special deal for our listeners to get you started right now. You get 55% off your Babbel subscription. But if you go to babbel.com slash side note, it's only for our listeners. That's babbel.com slash S-I-D-E-N-O-T-E, side note. And I've been really enjoying this Babbel um, tech, if you will. We're going to Barcelona soon, and I've been working on my phrases, my conversations that will like hopefully, you know, get me ordering at restaurants, getting me fooling the locals because Babbel has this like speech recognition technology that helps you improve your pronunciation, which is what I'm hoping is going to happen. They're going to be like, oh my God, are you Spanish? I'm like, no, sorry. I'm Canadian. I just <laughs> use Babbel. Okay. So get 55% off at babbel.com slash side note. Again, that's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash side note. Rules and restrictions may apply. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Your skin is the largest organ in your body. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about tattoos, (laughs) of which I have zero and Greg has dos. So, like, I would say neither of us are personally that experienced with tattoos, but at least you have some. Okay, speak for yourself. I'm a goddamn rebel uh, without a cause. I mean, I just think, like, some people have, like, hundreds. Lots. A yeah. lot of people, actually. Like, being in the city, I, I was thinking about it because of this idea and was just like, a lot of people have a lot of tattoos. And we're going to talk today about... How they're all fucked. No, I'm No, kidding. about <laughs> the science of them. Also, the trends around them and what's going to happen in the future, because it's really interesting. There's like an increase in people sort of having tattoo regret. Mm-hmm. To me, big cities do mean tattoos. Like, I feel like. Well, it's just density. So I think you have more diversity to begin with and then more people who are likely to want to be able to express that diversity. And also counterculture. We'll get yeah. there too, the history mm-hmm. of tattoos. So Did you know that also start? if you ripped off your skin and stretched it out, it'd be two meters square? <laughs> 
<laughs> this is what so happens much. when you're like, <laughs> like, and like if you lined stuff. all your cells side by side, <laughs> it would go around the moon and back. <laughs> Did you know that you lose 1 million skin cells every day and 15% of the dust in your house is made up of dead skin cells? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like we slay. definitely have old videos that are just like amazing. That's that like, is literally <laughs> that from, from one of our tattoo <laughs> videos. No. We did a video about tattoos, which is actually a rewatch and was like, oh, this is interesting. And I got my first tattoo and then Jess got a stick and poke. And it was like kind of about the difference between like stick and the pokes. Different types. Yeah. And I was like, stick and pokes are cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, but is it more painful? Do you know? They are supposed to be more painful because they essentially like take longer and the person is not like controlling how deep it's going. It has to go into your dermis. Um, sh- should we start by explaining how they work scientifically? Yeah, you, you, I can do you that. take the wheels on that. So before we get into the history, we can just start with like the science of why it sticks on your body. And it is kind of creepy. <laughs> so like your epidermis. Um, Mitch, your epidermis is showing all <laughs> grade six laughter across the classroom. So your skin has epidermis, which is the outside layer. That's the one that does slough off. It, like you do lose your skin cells, blah, blah, blah. If the needle of the tattoo artist were to just go to your epidermis, the tattoo would just be a temporary tattoo. Right. Like the, well, when you put a temporary tattoo, uh, it eventually fades away. Yeah. I mean. Partially part of that reason. Yeah. Interesting. Right? Like, like a henna. Yeah, or even just like one of those little cute kid ones. Yeah, but those like could like wash off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just like peeling off. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just saying if it stains some of your epidermis, eventually that will go away. Like even when you get like pen and stuff on your yeah. hands. So the key is that when you get a tattoo, the needle's going deep enough into the dermis, which is below the epidermis, and that's more permanent. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it actually causes an immune response in your body. So your body freaks out because of inflammation and is like, a cut wound. Mm-hmm. Send the troops. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Like macrophages, which are like the main ones, will go and try to clean up the ink. But the ink is actually so big, it gets caught in fibroblasts in the dermis. And the macrophages, like some of them them will quote unquote eat it and then just like stay there. Hmm. And essentially also the ink is too big for really your immune system to like like do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's stuck in your dermis until you die. Although obviously with wear and tear, it will change mm-hmm. and morph and if fade you, a little like, yeah and if you didn't die at like 80 on average or longer don't worry folks who knows like it would be get worse and worse okay. and more and more messed up can i do a side note and maybe someone knows the answer to this i was thinking about the average age of death say it's 80 i, I know it's like maybe 78 for men but it depends like on the country right i want to know how many people this is morbid what? Like between my age and what I'm expected to die. Let's say 77. Okay. Say 77. So in the next 40 something years. Oh God. That's not that much actually. How many people will die before they hit that age? How many men will die before they hit that Wait, age? In Canada? In Canada. Because some, I started thinking about what? Like average. So I'm just curious like how many people don't hit the average? I hate this Thank God I'm not I high think on it's weed. If I was high on weed right now, I would be having a full panic attack. I hate how you say high on weed. Sorry. If I, I was stoned, if I was reefered, um, <laughs> I, don't li- I don't like this. I'm scared. I don't want to. What? Well, I don't, maybe I'm panicking. Because I think sometimes we just assume We're tomorrow will come, you know, and that yeah. we will get to 70. And sometimes I was thinking like, yeah, I just make all these assumptions around the idea that I will live till I'm around 75. So we should go on another trip. <laughs> well, maybe. 
I don't know. Anyway, if anyone, I was like, I wonder if that's, that's got to exist, right? Because we're all, yeah. always told like the average age in each country and based on your upbringing and gender and stuff. But I, so I'm curious, like what up- percentage of people don't make it to the average lifespan I want to know Canada. the absolute number. I want to know like of people around in like in Canada, how many men my age in the next 43 years will die that didn't make it to that in, average In your age. age. So your year bracket, because you need to know that. They no, can't. they don't have to be in my year bracket. Why not? But then the number is going to be so arbitrary. No, because it's about people who don't make it to 75 or but 77. Like, yeah, but over the next period, I want to know like until from now until you're seventy-seven. No, until I think it would be. I think it would be interesting for it to be like because people, your age. <laughs> okay, this is this doesn't. Yeah, okay, matter. okay, we're back. We're I hope back. somebody else understands what I'm saying. Yeah, I do think I understand, but obviously, I wish I could. <laughs> you say, had modifications. You obviously, <laughs> I wish I could say I was stoned so that I could be like, that's why I don't really understand, but. Um, yeah, so then, so then it's a scent. That's why it's stuck in your dermis. That's why it's permanent. So it's like, that's, it's key to the needle. Just like a tattoo. What song is that? I'll always love you. Isn't it? You're so good at singing. It's so frustrating. What's her name? That was so good. I'm like, just sing forever. Just how? No, that's not the same song, is it? Keep going. Uh, Jordan Sparks, Tattoo. Is that who sings it? I want you to just keep singing. I'll always love you. Yeah, is it? Mm-hmm. No, that's hard for me to breathe, Jordan Sparks. What is, who sings Tattoo? I always love you. you know. Just like a tattoo. Hilarious metaphor. It's like <laughs> sitting in the like, this little I'll music studio. always love you. Mitch, just... You, oh, I thought you were going to say... Like a tattoo. Okay, Jordan Sparks tattoo. Wow. <laughs> okay, but I, I was mixing her other song with. We Chris miss you, Brown. Jordan. I'm sure you're not dead. I'm no, sure you'll make not. it to the average iconic age. American Idol. Okay, Mitch, we've side noted so hard. That's Where okay. are we? Okay, so oh, yeah. then the immu- the macrophages essentially engulf the cellular debris and they keep you in your dermis. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was off. But um, yeah, and then if we think about the history of them, there was this like archaeological dig that was really cool that was 2500 years ago this woman in eastern russia was found with so many tattoos on her body and because she was like frozen they call her like the ice princess she was also found with marijuana on her and they think it's because she had cancer in her body that it was probably being used as pain treatment the original counterculture yeah but apparently the tattoos were about allowing people in the afterlife to know who you were so oh, you would like tattoo like information. This one had a bunch of animals, but a lot of like, when you really go back, like for example, there was tattooing in indigenous cultures of North America before the British came. Like tattooing has been a huge part of many cultures mm. and Polynesian cultures for mm-hmm. so many years. But some of the historical thoughts are that it was like, you put what your life meant to you on your body. So when you die and go to the afterworld, it's like you can find other people who would recognize you. Mm. There's also tattooing in history that would have been like medical so like they noticed that there was happening a lot in like joints and that people were tattooing the joints thinking it was like gonna help the pain the gout probably of the toe (laughs) the toe would be covered in like these weird almost like Mm. medical looking tattoos and i was like it is kind of crazy that we've been doing this for so long yeah tattoos are really fascinating especially in the cultural aspect of it i mean obviously we live within a culture and it will probably be more interesting to people in the future it's hard for me to appreciate it because I'm in it, but looking at like especially historical cultures or just cultures that are very different from our own and seeing 
how cool and interesting and like hearing about the reasons why they might do it is so fascinating because I I'm afraid to get a tattoo, yeah okay so what is your it's a mix of like like multiple elements some of which I'm, I'm not like saying are good I think there's like an Ellen Christian yeah probably okay. <laughs> no it is there's an element of purity that I, I don't want to <gasps> hold on to of, of being like oh I don't get a face tattoo <laughs> No, I don't. This is problematic. I, I don't want to say this is a good thing, but this idea of like, oh, I want my body to just like be as it is. But that's like a huge privilege as well that I have. I think it's more fear and I've justified it. It's like cognitive dissonance. Like, you know, like, for a fact, you will never get a tattoo. No, I don't know for a fact. But okay. I, I, for a long time when I was young, I was like, I don't want to modify my body because I want to like, when I'm older, see what it will look like, quote unquote, naturally. In the same way Whoa. with like, I don't really want to like, have like other kinds of modifications to my body, but that could change. I don't want, I'm not judging anyone who does. And maybe when I'm a certain age, I might get other kinds of modifications, but I kind of like this idea of like, who will I be? And what will I look like when I'm 80 naturally without a tattoo? Like you think that takes away? That's so interesting. I think when I was young too, cause I thought I would be like an artist and potentially like I wanted to be an actor and stuff. Oh, like, and that was always a no, no. It was kind of like, you're either going to have to cover them or it's just better if you don't have tattoos. Apparently like people like, Obviously, so many celebrities have tattoos, but apparently, like Dolly Parton's like covered in tattoos, but you just like don't know. Like, like she's good. At I don't know if that's them. lore about her, but it was a beginning <laughs> of one of the science studies I read was so weird because they were trying to understand. She has the inverse sleeve. It's just the full body. But yeah, it's off it's like, her sleeve. yeah, like honestly, it's like kind of what they were saying because they're like it's hard to actually understand how many people have tattoos. They have to use census data. They're gonna say censors, <laughs> but like that. No, but that's what I mean. They wouldn't be able to because a lot of people's are just hidden. Yeah, like discreet for themselves. Yeah. yeah, or like maybe they have a little sun around their hole, and we'll never know. <laughs> that's my dream tattoo. I, like a sun right on people my have that dirt star. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like oh, I guess for sure some, some people have yeah. that. Are you kidding, gay guys? It's probably like <laughs> one tenth of a gay guy has a dirt just, star just tattoo. Arrow is pointing right to it. Um, but yeah, I do. Um think you are someone in my life who might I never think have the a tattoo. other part of it is that I don't believe that I, well, A, I'm so indecisive. So making a choice about a tattoo that will be just as meaningful to me in the future. Like there's very few things in my life that I believe I can make that big you of a choice so, about. So it's like, I totally, yeah, gun to my head of like <laughs> any of our friends were like, who will never get a tattoo would be like Mitch Mom. Like there's so many reasons why. <laughs> and well, because also like I, I can just see myself getting one and in 20 years being like, I don't like this. Okay. So that <laughs> leads to the study I read about um, whether tattoos age well. Okay. And they are finding that since there is a rise in the ability to get rid of tattoos, so it's usually done through cosmetic surgery clinics. They have found that there is an increase year on year of people getting tattoos removed. Okay. And the, one of the biggest increases was between 2011 and 2012, which was like, okay, what happened that year? But um, <laughs> they, this could be because the technology is catching up to do it. Wait, wasn't like the world going to end then? And maybe a bunch of people just got tattoos. The Mayan, the Mayan and calendar like, ended. still here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> They're like, okay, well, the mindset is going to end. I'm going to do something crazy. And then they're like, oh, damn it. We're still, <laughs> that's so good. But um, yeah, so it, and there was this, was a small study about tattoo regret. That is almost so small. It was like 500 and something people, like almost negligible. But they found a lot of people over the age of 40 start to regret their tattoos. So this idea that they are going to 
stay and be cool as you age mm-hmm. is something that is getting challenged with more and more research. Although I do think that tattoo removal might be increasing because tattoos are really popular and the technology is there. Like it I might, was kind of annoyed easier, by the study. Yeah. I was like, could this not just be sheer numbers and sheer access to removal? Like the ability yeah. to do but it in their, the first their, place. Their thought was that once you get into your 40s, it might actually become harder to be okay with the tattoos you might have gotten in your 20s. Yeah, like if I had gotten one when we, I was like at peak Lady Gaga obsession, I would have put her whole face and body on my body. If I was like a tattoo person oh and I would be like, I have God. to get that removed. <laughs> I remember I wanted a clockwork orange tattoo in a high school <laughs> that was like above my pubes to the left. Like, okay, like below my belly button to the top left of my pubes. And it was because I saw Orlando Bloom had a like sun there and it like turned me on. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm so happy that I don't have this like the other side of my torso tramp stamp. And also like Clockwork Orange. Like when I rewatched that movie, I'm like, this movie's fucked. Like it was, just, never seen it. it was just a sick movie that like when you're a little angsty teen, you're like, the world's fucked. <laughs> like I just was so obsessed with it. And like, yeah, like I would, I would for sure be getting that removed. And in fact, now I'm like, Oh God, mm-hmm. am I going to get mine removed? No, no I, think, I love I my I think tattoos. you're old enough that not that like people become who they'll be for the rest of their life. Like you're, you have so many more years ahead of you. Not thinking of my little thing from earlier about being 80 and dying. Um, <laughs> but like, you probably will be more similar to that person. Actually, maybe not. Maybe no, I, are you kidding? That. Yeah, I might regret this this hummingbird But yours are so heart. simple that I don't think... Okay, so my two tattoos. So the first tattoo, I was really scared. It's a wavelength on the back of my arm purposefully so I can't see it. And because um, I was so nervous. Without a mirror. And I get put it in my calendar and I was like, if in a year I still want this, yeah, I'll get smart. it. I and it, really it, it was good. And I love, I love it. When I like catch it in the mirror, I'm like... Slay dad, daddy. <laughs> and then my other one was more impulsive. It was like we were in Medellin last fall. And it is a very famous place for tattoos. I like slowly realized while I was there. And I was like, this is such a memorable moment. And I was like, I become obsessed with bird watching and we'd see so many hummingbirds. And I was like, I'm such a fast person. If you can't tell, because I talk so fast on this podcast, you might even think that I have a problem um, and I do I'm so fast and I think I need to like honor that about myself but also try and slow down and so I was like hummingbirds have the fastest heartbeat so I like I designed it myself and then I got and I love it but I might go away and sometimes I'm like it's a hummingbird heart and like some white gay guy will be like oh for the Katy Perry song <laughs> hummingbird heartbeat and I'm like fuck like what does she no. call her followers does, is there a name are they called the hummingbirds I think they're called heartbeats or something I don't know oh Maybe. no they're called Katy cats oh okay okay never mind imagine I had a little like cat with, like, like someone a has a heartbeat follower I'm like as a Jesse J imagine I was like this is my hummingbird heart for my Jesse J obsession no 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 but um, Hummingbird Heartbeat is a good song. So sometimes if like, depending on how cute this white gay guy is, I'll like, be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to make out? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And, and yours are like, I have no disrespect for anyone who has tattoos. I think. Imagine you did. I, no, I think <laughs> I'm actually quite jealous of it. I think it means they know themselves so much more when people are like willing and ready to change their body and put something so significant on their body. That's 
permanent for all intents and purposes. Like, of course, you can. That's so it. funny you think that because it's probably just like the grass is always greener vibe. Because I'm like, that does not what necessarily. No, means. you're right. It doesn't mean that. But people I might think not know themselves and get tattoos to make up for it. Yes, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. And um, part of me thinks I should get a tattoo to teach Whoa. myself the lesson that you like you it's okay to do things that you later want to change. I think my Get fear is like link on your ass <laughs> link on your sexy cheek. link, <laughs> sexy link on your cheek. Um, I'll think about it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. That would be the most okay, intense. I'm going to bring up one of my studies. This is, it's not like dark, but uh, this was just one of the ones that popped up. I'm going to preface this with obviously like tattoos are super cultural and specific to like places. So this was a study on German people. And so like this may not represent any other cultures. Whenever um, Germany's mentioned, I'm like, oh boy, where are we going with this? It was looking at people between 14 and 44 years old. Um, and the finding was that people with a history of child abuse and neglect are more likely to get tattoos and piercings. Hmm. Um, but this is the difference here. So it says among the participants reporting child abuse, 48% had tattoo piercings, while people who hadn't had abuse, 35% had tattoos oh, and piercings. Okay. So it's not like yeah. lots of people who haven't had um, something significant like that happen yeah. to them get <laughs> tattoos and piercings. Yeah. But there's like a greater odds that you might be interested in that. And seeing people discuss this, like obviously like being able to like claim your body and like have autonomy over yourself and make choices for yourself. Like maybe a very powerful, powerful thing for a lot of people. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Uh, and I also wanted to talk about how tattoos actually physically affect your body. Is now the time? Yeah. Cause it is like crazy. It's like 50, like tiny needles getting like loaded with dye. Like when I watched the, cause I couldn't see the first tattoo I got because it's like on a part of my arm where I like couldn't see it. <laughs> but when I watched like the lady who I loved in Medellin do it, I was like, this is so scary. Like she's Seeing dipping it, like. this pen <laughs> into this ink that I'm like, where's that ink from? <laughs> like what? Like, you know what I mean? Is like she, clean? <laughs> she just opens this like little thing and you're like, oh my God. And then, and then it goes, these needles loaded with dye go into your skin at 50 to 3000 times per minute. So it's like, that's, Whoa, that's like a hummingbird wing. <laughs> yeah, that's a hummingbird <laughs> wing. It's just whine in it. It's just sort of like, okay, yeah, this isn't like healthy. Fair. But, but I mean, lots of things. Okay, so aren't. what? Well, tell me the signs. Okay, I'm so the good like, news is most of the chemicals are effectively used up and spat out by your body. Like yeah. the stuff that's not obviously staying in your yeah. arm, but there are chemicals and sort of like yeah, and they're toxins like vegetable going in. Based. So the potentially bad news is that like a, a more recent study came out and they were like analyzing parts of the body, seeing if they could find traces of tattoo. Uh. And they found that many toxic elements end up in other parts of your body. <laughs> so they found migration and long-term deposition or like deposits of tattoo pigments and heavy metals in the lymph nodes, which is scary because heavy metals Whoa. are really bad for you. Um, said <laughs> there was conformational alterations of biomolecules that likely contribute to cutaneous inflammation and other adversities upon tattooing. That was like an obviously copy and pasted sentence. I'm like, damn, cutaneous. Um, partic these particles led to chronic enlargement of the prospective Dick. lymph node Damn and it. lifelong exposure to these chemicals. Sorry, so what was it? I didn't hear. I was this is just chronic inflammation of your lymph nodes. So when uh, they, there's actually like samples in the study, you can see, you can literally see pieces of like ink and the changes in different mm. in tissue in the body, specifically the lymph nodes that are being affected. Um, now, whether this is actually causing long-term health effects, that's not what the study was about. We do know 
long-term irritation of lymph nodes is associated with adverse health effects. But again, this study wasn't trying to make that correlation. They were just like, we have found evidence that these chemicals made it to the lymph nodes. And we do know that if you have a tattoo, you're cool as fuck. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And maybe that counterbalances like the death sentence. Just kidding. There's no death sentence. Um, but most, that is interesting. And the, my last thing is most of the metals they were finding seem to be related to non-black inks. Hmm. So I think that like obviously just saying like colorful colors. Yeah. Black ink also is the easiest to get rid of as well. Hmm. If you wanted to ever like just because maybe the if you wanted one, to try, like, I don't one. know anything about that, but like perhaps the colorful ones are more complex in order to stay and yeah, be, that is be vibrant under your skin. I, mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. You'd have to have more chemicals in it for sure. So I thought that was interesting. It made me be like, Oh yeah. Okay. Wait, I don't need a tattoo, <laughs> but there is part of me. That's like, I think you should, do it out of like a thought experiment for yourself. But I just don't know if you'd ever be able to figure out what it would be. Yeah. I think for me it would have to be like if and when Ernie or my parents die, it could be something related to that. Cause it yeah. would be like a memory that I never want to let go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then a lot it, of people, that's what they yeah. are about. And I think that's really yeah. sweet and a nice way to have like a piece of them with you. And I'm not worried. I'm going to ever be like, I'm not going to want this on my body. Yeah. You know, if you're like, this is a memory to somebody else. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Ernie's face on your gorgeous <laughs> calves. <laughs> but it is interesting. Like I do think tattoos, like you're also one way of thinking about it is that you're like kind of just partaking in something that humans have done for so long. I loved learning about the history of it. Cause it was like, Oh, this is, mm-hmm. it's not this like current modern trend. Like it's hip, like, a, yeah. yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. so many cultures that relied on it. There's, there was like this like Japanese quote from the past that was like, you actually aren't living unless you have a tattoo <gasps> because it's like the whole point of tattoos is like to differentiate again. It's all about like spirituality, but to differentiate yourself in the afterlife. Mm. So if you don't get a tattoo, you like didn't live, but that's all from the perspective of like right. the afterlife, yeah, which yeah. it's like, if you don't which, believe in by that, the way, <laughs> yeah, there isn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Whoa. <laughs> negative. I'm agnostic. Moving on. Let's do an episode about that because you can't just drop info like that. I'm kidding. There easily could be. I'll be freaking happy if there is. No, one. you're bringing up too much existentially scary things for me right now. I just, let's move on. <laughs> See Ernie in heaven. Also people um, were like, tattooing was super popular and then the spread of Christianity decreased it because mm. Christians thought that like, no offense, but like kind of what you're saying, like the purity <laughs> of your body. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like that tattooing was getting was rid like of this painting. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there through that sort of like colonization of the world, there was a huge decrease hmm. because in of Christianity. Yeah. And, th- and then, um, also people were like then in these Eurocentric places scared of getting tattoos by women. Meaning it, like that, like tattooing became this like really masculine uh, thing that only men could tattoo. And there's like this famous British tattoo artist named Jesse Knight who like, challenge the norms and it's mm. like Kate Winsett's probably going to play her in like a, <laughs> in like a modern feminist tale. Well, but it is interesting because you're like, there is weird gendered stuff yeah, about it. And, and like energy like that we've grown up being taught. Obviously nowadays it's like uh, changed a lot and you know that anyone can have a tattoo and someone with lots but of tattoos. But it's boomer vibes. Boomers yeah. don't like them. But, but I mean, even in Japan, it's like having tattoos symbolize like being part of a gang and you're not allowed yeah. to enter certain spaces unless they're covered or like, remember like I'm the sure Yakuza. Yeah. I remember learning that like there was like a, this like three dots that meant like you were part of the Japanese Yakuza. And, and you hear about like, I'm going to sound so stupid and white, but it's like, um, 
you know, you see like movies where in jail they're like people with like the tear tattoos. It's like, how many people did you kill or something like that? Yeah, apparently (laughs) that can mean like also that if it's like clear, it's an attempted murder. And it can also just mean that you're mourning the loss of someone and you want like revenge. Fair. But like all it's I not, mean but is it's, but it's related to culturally this, in yeah. our media tattoos have been linked often to like violence and gangs. And, yeah. and that may be like a, an, a thing that was done intentionally from like Christian groups yeah. or things like that. It I has know, a but whiff of that. I grew up yeah. in that environment being like, Oh, tattoos are like people who are like in jail and stuff. Yeah. That's so interesting. Well, also jails, apparently there is an increase in like tattooing in jails and they, there was a psychological study I read that was like, it's rife for the wanting of tattoos a, because there's like, whether it's to like align yourself with certain people in jail, but also it was like, that's when you're missing people the most. Hmm. And that a lot of people are like trying to feel like connected. Want yeah. To feel connected and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Ideas. That's a nice way for you to think about it. It's not about like whatever the reason yeah. they're in jail yeah. is that they're like isolated from society. So they're trying to like commemorate. Hmm. And also when the idea of contraband, it's like, you can like sneak these things in and it like hmm. becomes like, I don't know. They just, the study was like why jail is a psychologically like important place for tattoos. Like, hmm. Interesting. But yeah, it's definitely not that now, but I do notice that like boomer energy is like the most, like obviously it's just Christianity and it's just like, there's people who are like, like I'll sometimes notice I'll be like around, I'm going to say names like groups of boomers and the conversation will be like, Oh my God, they had so many tattoos. <laughs> Like you're kind of just like, okay, so we're talking about tattoos now. Whereas like my brain, I don't think about someone's. Yeah, I've never, no. I'm always just like, oh, cool. They have really cool tattoos. Like I I'm agree, never yeah. like, I've but never there is this energy else's. of like, and it's like, they're trying not to judge, but they, but they're talking about it. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, the nicest lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they can't fathom that this like gorgeous, caring, like woman right, had, could like, have so multiple tattoos. Yeah, yeah. And you're just, it's just one of those moments where you're kind of like, LOL, like yeah. we're from a different generation. Cause like. I've never thought like that. That's blowing their mind. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh my God, she was so great to the kids. <laughs> You'd and never she guess. had tattoos. <laughs> and you're <was> like, okay. <laughs> and I also think it's gender. Oh I think my God. What are those things going to be for us when we're that age? Like, know? it's so many things. I know, it's already happening, but I'm just curious the things that like our kids are going to be like, you're so old that we're like afraid or think it's crazy that someone's like babysitting our kids. What is it going to be like a robot? robot? Yeah, it must be a robot. No, it's going to be something we can't predict. But in the way that like, yeah, they might be like, wow, our babysitter at first, I was nervous she had tattoos, but she's great with the kids or he's great with the yeah, kids. Yeah, or like being like arguing with your friends about whether you're going to crisper like your baby to like <laughs> not have, have a disease. Yeah. Okay, we need to do an episode on CRISPR. I just finished an amazing article about like where it's at now, like about that guy. Who the one who went to jail? went to jail and how he like genetically modified those kids and just like, like juicy. Why? It's so juicy. It's so juicy. And it's so interesting. And like some people think that the gene that he was getting rid of that would quote unquote decrease the ability for the kids to have HIV also is linked to kind of like increased bone density and some other things Mm. that they were like, was he secretly trying to do eugenics? Uh, by using that. Yeah, and then being like, no, I'm trying to get rid of HIV. But like that gene's linked Mm. to other things that they're like, this guy was actually just trying to make like, to make a point later. Yeah, New Yorker? New Yorker. Oh, I want to listen to that. It's Slay. Yeah, the history of them is like super cool. Do you think... Sorry, you'll get any other tattoos? Like, that, truly reading about it this week made me want more. more. Because of the history. Because it was like, wait, this is so like... Sometimes I'm like, oh God, am I just like, you know 
I'm just thinking of like Brittany Broski. Like it's cool. <laughs> like, like, like I just feel like everyone who's like cool and in their twenties is just like one here, one here, one. Mm. like that kind of like eclectic sort of all over the place tattoo yeah. look is like so normal. Like yeah. all, I, like, I don't know why I went to Brittany Broski, but like Rosalia, like yeah. Lady Gaga, like all these really cool people, like it feels trendy. And I'm like, I don't want to just do something cause it's a trend. Yeah. And then tapping into the history of it being done for so long and it being counterculture that and, makes it, and cool, it being not yeah. Christian. But I, I was just like, Oh, probably in a generation or two, it will invert and it'll be like actually too many people have tattoos. So it's like cool or not. Yeah. To. Wait, say tattoo. No, I did say it weird though. No, but like tattoo, I listened tattoo. to a science podcast and they kept saying tattoo. Like, <laughs> no, I and then I was like, I was like, is it cause they watch star Wars and they're like Tatooine. No, it's Tatooine. Tatooine. It's not Tatooine. No, it's Tatooine. They were literally like, <laughs> I freaking hate science podcasts. They were sounding so Tatooine. pretentious. They were like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go out the tattoo. And I was, well, like, was he British? No, <laughs> but like, you know, like they were like, tattoo. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> but then I, you get scared because they're so smart. Yeah, you're like, and you're they like, know something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they're like, oh, these dumb idiots who say tattoo. Hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, I do think that I'll get more when I think about how impulsively I got one in Colombia. That and I love it. Like I like. Yeah, yeah. Both of yours, I like. If I was to get something, I'd want it to be that, like, kind of symbolic, less like literal. Yeah, and it does, like, look cool, good. Like yeah. I, I've never looked at either of my tattoos and had any regret, but that mm. could change when I get um, my. Your arm here is so blonde. It's wild. Maybe it's just the way the light. No, it's from it. the it's from the summer. In the summer because the you're sun bleaches tanned. it but then in the winter it's more brown yeah wow well oh, yeah wow. what do you mean because you, you can't even see it no no it's just like shi- shimmering bright light to my eyes i think it's like the reflection of that okay, light that's on. just my nasty sweat no 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 <laughs> but yeah look at my leg ones yeah i know yeah it's kind of weird actually <laughs> now that i'm looking at it i'm like ew it kind of looks like wrong no it doesn't it looks nice um no, it looks sickly. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, we love you I all. I had some, one more thing to say about tattoo, but I... We'll let you know if tattoo. Mitch ever gets one. We're going to be doing an episode on peanut butter. <laughs> so hang in there. Okay. Oh, and share this with your friends and family. <laughs> Please. No, it's the only way. Word of mouth is the only way you can really mm-hmm. get podcasts out there. Okay. We love you all. Mitch will remember for next week what he wants to say. Unless he has three seconds. Three. It was like the word Two. tattoo. One. Oh, the song. Oh, yeah. all the things the band. she said, all the, the things she said, right? running, th- through, my head, yeah. running through my head. But that's the band name, head. right? Yeah, T A T U, the Russian. Oh, uh, whoops! Didn't know it wasn't spelled like. It tattoo. probably stands for like. Probably stands for something. That's like tattoo. Homophobic. That's tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's tattoo. <laughs> okay. See you later. <laughs> Post. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.